What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bitcoin and Markets. My name is Ansel Lindner, and today I'm going to be reading a couple definitions from my 2020 book, The Bitcoin Dictionary. You can find it by going to bitcoindictionary.cc or going on Amazon and just searching for The Bitcoin Dictionary by Ansel Lindner. And I put this together. Like I said, it came out two years ago, 2020, and is meant as a reference and primer for Bitcoin. It has over 180 terms. And not only is there a definition, but there is a little talk about each one, a discussion section. And so I wanted to read through a few of these just for fun, for educational purposes, and see where we can go with this. The first one I wanted to read out was convergence. At the beginning of the book, I have a list, the top 10 words for beginners. That gives them a place to kind of start if they're getting into Bitcoin, to learn a little bit about Bitcoin. And convergence is on that list at number five. So this is one of the important ones to learn. So here we go. Moving toward uniformity. Moving toward one standard from many standards. Discussion. Communication mediums like language and network protocols tend to converge over time because it allows for greater social and economic coordination and hence greater benefit to all users. This is the network effects, right? As global trade connected the world, people converged on English as the dominant language in areas like business, civil aviation, and maritime navigation. Minority languages are being threatened by the internet and its use of more popular languages. Also, the internet has converged on a protocol for which it gets its name, the internet protocol. And different forms of media continue to converge onto the internet, like TV and print. Technology in interconnected systems tends to converge toward common standards due to network effects, economies of scale, and risk management. Examples of technological convergence are units of measurement, the dimensions of fasteners, fittings and couplings, file formats, raw material inputs, building materials, security practices, cryptographic standards, voice over IP, and so forth. Money is a communication medium and a technology with its own unique self-reinforcing network effects and as such has highly convergent properties. Convergence is a central tenet of Bitcoin monetary thought. All right, so that is convergence. Next one I'm going to read out here is consensus. And it is also on the top 10 terms for beginners. Consensus, number one, first definition. Agreement on the current state of the network and on how to transition to the next state or block. Defined in protocol rules. This is an algorithmic or distributed consensus. Number two, a general academic developer or community agreement. In other words, a social consensus. So there's two types of consensus out there, and a lot of times they get mixed up. Uh, but it's very important that the algorithmic consensus is unemotional. It's by the rules. It has no like human input. You agree or you disagree, but it's algorithmic. And 
the academic consensus or the, the social consensus is totally human driven. Let's read what I have here on this, the discussion for consensus. Maintaining consensus is the fundamental hurdle for distributed systems like Bitcoin. They face unique failure types and attack vectors not applicable to centralized systems. Distributed consensus is also relatively resource intensive and unable to scale as well as centralized models. So severe are these problems, it was believed impossible to reach consensus in a distributed asynchronous network prior to Bitcoin. Bitcoin's solution, called Nakamoto consensus, makes uh, consensus probabilistic. Instead of needing a unanimous deterministic consensus among nodes, a non-deterministic consensus is formed around blocks with verifiable proof-of-work requirement, making the consensus state the valid blockchain with the most accumulated difficulty. And notice I said valid blockchain. So you must be within the rules. It's not miners don't rule. It's they must follow the rules. And then the blockchain with the most accumulated difficulty after it is valid, that is the truth. But it is important to think about this deterministic versus non-deterministic, right? Because you could have a reorg in Bitcoin, say a reorg of two, three, four blocks. I think the longest reorg was like 12 blocks early on in Bitcoin. But, um, okay, algorithmic and so, oh wait, where was I? This allows the network to be open with nodes able to freely enter and exit, yet maintaining and moving consensus forward. Algorithmic and social consensus are often conflated. An algorithmic consensus is defined, designed to be extremely hard or impossible to disrupt making improvements and iteration to the rules very difficult. The natural inclination is to weaken algorithmic consensus and make it subordinate to a social consensus, which is much easier to change. Social consensus is a target for social engineering and corruption. Bitcoin has a strong, independent, algorithmic consensus shown to be outside the control of any human conspiracy to make incompatible or dangerous changes. The role of the social consensus is still present in Bitcoin through its use in development, but must take place within the boundaries of the protocol rules. When an update to the network is proposed, it first goes through a lengthy and rigorous process of peer review. The proposal continues being reviewed and discussed until all criticisms have been adequately answered enough to form a general agreement or consensus. This process often takes multiple years. There is no hard and fast rule for what constitutes adequately answered from above. Typically, it is when the person who raised the criticism is satisfied with the answer, or a large majority of people involved in the process are satisfied. This social type of consensus has been summed up as, quote, the absence of sustained opposition. Nodes are the final arbiters, since they are incentivized to preserve the value of the asset which is derived from the confidence in and consistency of its protocol rules, nodes are radically resistant to change. All right, that was consensus. Let's do one more. And I'm probably going to do this as a little series here on the podcast. What do we got? I want to do a game theory one. 
So let's do credible commitment because this is right in there as well with the C's. And we'll keep it with the C's. All right. Credible commitment. A concept in game theory describing an ability to make credible threats or promises to induce a certain behavior or cooperation in other players. Discussion. People make commitments to solve situations such as the prisoner's dilemma. A believable commitment changes the dominant strategy for the other players. Player B promises to make a certain move X if player A moves in a certain way. A player cannot credibly commit to a known inferior payoff. Player B cannot credibly commit to move X if they would be better off completing move Y. Examples of credible commitments are A. A vow of silence by members of organized crime, if broken, means a painful death. And B. The religious promise of heaven for proper behavior in our life. I want to do one more, guys. This is fun for me. So <laughs> let's go and do one more here. We could do money. I think this is an important one. All right. Um, I like this definition of money because it's not scientific. Okay. And when you talk about economics, it's not a science as in a hard science. It's like my theories of geopolitics and geographic determinism. These things don't happen in a bubble. It's within a complex system. And it's the same with the selection of money and the use of money. I think about that often, and I think this is a good definition for money. So let's do this. All right, money. The most liquid good in an economy. The commonly used good in indirect trade fulfilling the functions of store of value, medium of exchange, and unit of account. Discussion. Money emerges from market activity as the most saleable good. Emerges, so it's not planned, right? It is demanded not for consumption or production, but as a holder of value for future consumption or production of a good. Money is a tool which allows humans to coordinate by facilitating trust and providing a common measuring stick for value. Without money, human coordination and division of labor is limited by the double coincidence of wants. Exchange would be limited to immediate in-person exchange. There is some scholarship on the prehistoric use of money indicating proto-money extends far back into the archaeological record See collectibles. Certainly, there was a most liquid good as far back as modern humans have existed, even if that good was a basic good or service like food or security. Those two things in particular are used throughout the animal kingdom as a currency. The form money takes dictates many characteristics of the associated society and economy. The economic medium generally circumscribes its economic activity. So let me read that first sentence again. The form of money take the form money takes dictates many characteristics of the associated society and economy. The economic medium generally circumscribes its economic activity. And what do I mean by economic medium? Well, that is my term for medium of exchange, but 
medium of exchange is a characteristic or is a function of money and it doesn't describe really the broader sense of medium of exchange a lot of people say money is a medium of exchange but medium of exchange is one of the functions of money it doesn't quite make sense so i have used i can't coin this term economic medium and actually i wrote it here i included it in here so economic medium a good which encapsulates the three monetary functions of store value medium of exchange and unit of account the prevailing money in an economy discussion Mises called this, quote, a commonly used medium of exchange, end quote, which causes confusion between what money is and only one function it accomplishes. Using the term economic medium makes clearer the d difference between a minor medium of exchange and a commonly used medium of exchange. Back to the definition of money. It also skews the direction of productive processes via the monetary premium. The monetary premium is the difference between its use case value and its monetary value. Goods have a utility value in and of themselves, but their value as money grants a stable premium in excess of its utility value. This premium is not neutral and does have effects on the economy and society. Because, think about that, if there is a separate use for the money, it will, by make, giving it a monetary premium, it makes it more expensive to use in that utility. So for example, gold is very good in dental, it's very good in jewelry, it's very good in electronics, but its monetary premium actually affects its utility use right so to find a money that has the lowest utility use but still a the highest monetary premium it's a balance there and mises actually said this that if gold didn't have a function uh, like a utility it would be better as a medium of exchange so that's another thing that bitcoin has bitcoin really has no use other than being a medium of exchange I mean, you could say that the network could be some sort of clock, like a time chain, proving the existence of a thing at a certain time, but it's not a direct use of Bitcoin. So anyways, let's continue. This is the money definition. Money plays an intricate role in the evolution of human societies through competition and trial and error. As money itself is an emergent market phenomenon, so is the form which the money takes. It is a powerful force molding society and in turn being molded by society. The characteristics of money used to rate its fitness are scarcity, durability, portability, fungibility, divisibility, and recognizability. If a good has a relative abundance of these characteristics, it will tend to be used in a monetary role. So that is what kicks off the monetization of a good. So the monetization, you know, becoming money, to become the economic medium, you start from the characteristics of a thing. And as those characteristics of the thing serve better in a monetary role, they will slowly start with convergent properties. I thought these were good definitions, good ways to get into the dictionary. And like I said, maybe this will become a 
It's a short series where I'll just pick out a few terms to talk about. And that's it. You guys can pick it up at bitcoindictionary.cc or search for it on Amazon. Sometimes that link, the Amazon link changes. And so that the forwarding link from bitcoindictionary.cc gets kind of messed up. But um, anyway, you can check it out there. Also, check out bitcoinandmarkets.com. Sign up for my free weekly newsletter. And if you want to become a member there, you get other perks from becoming a paid member for $5 a month. You get all my live streams recorded. I do the live streams daily, uh, weekdays now, on Telegram and Twitter Spaces. But I record those and put those out to members only on BitcoinAndMarkets.com. So uh, if you want to get all those back episodes, all those live streams, they all have titles now. So you can look at a live stream and, and just see by the title if you want to spend the 30 minutes listening to that live stream. But uh, that's a perk for members over on BitcoinAndMarkets.com. I think it's the best value for the money out of all like macro people out there that have these big memberships of hundreds or thousands of dollars a year. And for only $55 a year, you can become a member at BitcoinAndMarkets.com and support me, the rebel Bitcoiner, making this type of content. Not only making Bitcoin and markets, but having my community, have uh, answering questions for people, talking, trying to figure out what the future holds, um, and doing FedWatch with Bitcoin Magazine and all of that. So check out BitcoinAndMarkets.com and I appreciate all, all the ongoing support over there. All right, that's going to do it. Have a good one. See you next time.